0: ten forty five we're gonna hit the uh go ten forty five I'll actually start start but right now I'm just doing the uh preliminary bullshit so you're good ten forty perfect so we're gonna start streaming all right we should be streaming perfect. the hell why isn't this doing it the way I want it to like normally it would take up the whole screen it's not it's just okay we'll just be good let it go we're fine we're gonna let it go what's going on Mel G? how you doing
1: I'm good and yourself
0: I'm good to, I'm good to see you here I'm glad you got here on time too
1: uh, yeah you know I had to make a couple of stops
0: I will say this and I, I you could be mad at me all you want you should have known that I was going to call you for coffee
1: I'm not mad
0: no I'm just saying you should have known I was going to call you for coffee like you should have known this motherfucker is going to call me for some coffee
1: the show is called Sunday Coffee
0: and he always has coffee in his hand
1: I'm going to get you a coffee maker for Christmas I already have one let's solve that problem
0: I already have a coffee maker what are you talking so about so why
1: are you always let's see, now, why are you always going out
0: I'm not always going out. Sometimes it feels good to go out and get a fresh, hot coffee.
1: Custom made to your liking with five espresso shots.
0: I think it was funny that they all knew. <laughs> the lady looked at the order, looked at you, looked at the order, <laughs> looked, at the order looked
1: at you.
0: Looked at the order, looked like, at you. Is this for?
1: I said, yeah, it's for him.
0: Yeah, it's for him. He's <laughs> the man.
1: She so, oh, yo, are you his wife? No. Justice partner in crime.
0: So oh what's funny about that is I went in the other day and I was giving that lady the same lady a hard time and she goes, I know you you that guy on Facebook, you funny. <laughs> said it just like that. Just said it just like you that funny guy from Facebook. She did mention
1: she's like, I have to watch the he, he told me I have to watch the show. I'm like, you should watch the
0: show. Yes. Well,
1: this is well, I mean you can't right now because you're at Quick We Jeff, get but... we get
0: we get some pretty good hits on like I take the stuff and I edit it down, like I take minute clips and I put it on Facebook. I mean on Facebook on TikTok. We get I some saw. Hits. have you seen them? I watched Do you all see the how many there are? I saw. There's there's a lot of our material is up there. That's so why some I tell comments you comments in there. That's why I tell you you gotta step it up and you gotta start talking. And by the way, when we go on air, if if it seems like my camera's a little out of sync uh while I'm speaking, I apologize. I don't know what's causing it. It's some sort of a weird delay. Uh, it keeps getting worse as I do it, so like right now, my hand is up, but you don't see my hand up, so the way you're gonna see, but when Melinda puts her hand up, it goes up instantaneous. Something's going wrong, I don't know if I need a new driver, I don't know, but you still see me, and I'm still good looking, so it don't make a difference. <laughs> That's all that matters.
1: Uh, I Alicia keys it today. I'm totally barefaced. What'd you say? So I Alicia keys it today.
0: Are you barefaced? Totally barefaced. you doing it. you doing it. Still doing it. Still still snatching, man. Doing it. Doing it. Doing (laughs) it. Well.
1: Are we live live? Because no, we're not live live. We're not going to okay. be live
0: live for two minutes. So, but you know, about to say, I'm try- I'm just playing with the settings. I'm trying to get myself back now. I got myself at 15. I don't know why this is at 15. I need it at uh, 24. It's got to be at 24. I don't know why. 24 is
1: my favorite number.
0: 24 uh, frames per second. That's what I keep it at. It probably generates it at 30, but I keep it at 24.
1: I will remember that. Yes, that's my it's favorite 24 number. 24
0: frames per second. That is how we're supposed to generate this. Just so you know. So, funny thing, she says, So, when you're in that show? Said it just like that. (laughs) When you're in that show, we want to go to your show. And she goes, We'll go. And the other lady said, Well, I wanted to go, but I didn't want to go by myself. I said, Well, bring your husband. You act like, you like, ladies act like I'm asking every woman I know to come. I'm like, Bring your husbands, bring everybody. It's a show. It's not meant just for me. I love that you're doing a show by me at Trey
1: while I'm on vacation. Where? Trey and Freehold.
0: Yeah, I am. Yeah. And I, I, am. I will be on vacation. June 11th. I'll be down in Trey. <laughs> yes, I will be. Uh, she claims she gets. I a, live 10 minutes from she Trey. She says she gets 100, 125 people in that room. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's going to be a nice the, place. That's going to be, um, I think for Mike Marino, I did a show and he had probably roughly 80 people in that audience. That's actually where I went for my brunch, for my birthday. Okay. So for this show. It's going to be, um, he, she said 125, I'm rehearsing. I'm trying to get, I'm, listen, I'm out of whack. I haven't been doing enough shows the way I normally would, so I'm all out of whack. I just haven't been. I'm out of touch. I'm out of touch. <laughs> who's, out who's hosting? You're not hosting, right? You're performing. <laughs> no, I'm performing. And she said for everyone to keep it for 10 minutes, so I got a hot tank. Okay. I'm going to go in blazing. Sa- blazing. Guns blazing. blazing. Guns Peew. blazing. Like people are going, did he really just say that? Yeah, I just said that, motherfucker. That's what we do. <gasps> said that in Freehold. That's what we do. And it's in Woo-hoo! Freehold, New Jersey. We'll be back in a moment, ladies and gentlemen. We're about to get the party started. It's the start of the week. Of the army. Sunday call.
2: No volumes turned down
0: we are live we are live back here doing what we do best ladies and gentlemen I'm giving you guys a warning ahead of time for some reason. I don't know what's causing it. My camera is delayed The volume and my camera response time is not going to match up. I don't know what's causing that So this camera this this show you're gonna have to deal with it this show You just gonna have to deal with it, but hopefully by the next show to be fixed, but m- Mel G's camera is on point. Watch. See that? She put her hand up immediately and went down. For some reason, I, my camera's the only one that's delayed. My camera's the only one that's delayed. And the only way to get it on point is for me to constantly toggle between these stupid settings so that it will get to the point of just being on time. Because right now, as you see, watch. I'm going to leave it on this setting right now and you're going to watch. It's going to slowly start delaying again and again and again and again and again. But how are you doing, Mel
1: I am good. I'm good. I'm good. It's been a crazy
0: week of we don't like black people.
1: It boys tell it.
0: I'm just saying it's been a like people get mad when you tell when you spit facts. But it's been a crazy week of we don't like black people. It's been been another week of we're going to bamboozle you and tell you all the type of things that you see is not real even though you can see it's real a hundred percent. I don't know right how it happens. What'd you say? Say so right in your face. Right in your face. We have so much to talk about. The Buffalo Shooter. We're definitely gonna talk about that. We also have to talk about oh uh, big ups to the joint of Miami. Unfortunately, I won't be doing the most shows in Miami anymore. Um, we will be moving the shows up to here to Trenton, New Jersey. I spoke to New Jersey weed man about that. Nice so Miami didn't work out, but I learned a lot from being in Miami. Learned a lot, so I appreciate the opportunity. Thank you all that came to the shows. All eight of you, <laughs> <laughs> all eight of you that came to the shows. Thank you to all the comics that participated. I'll work, I will work my way back down to Miami. Hey, one any number another.
1: is greater than zero.
0: So, hey. We have a lot of things that we got to talk about. We, I, I, I didn't want to talk about it at first, but we got to talk about the white replacement there. We're not going to talk about it right away. But we're going to talk about the white replacement theory that they keep pushing. We're also going to talk about uh, the whole entire crime has been up against black people since 2019. It's up 62.9%. It's crazy. Racially Racially motivated crime in general is up 62, 64%. However, let me add to you and let me tell you there has been racially motivated crimes against black people, which has been exponential. And when I say that we keep seeing it. So we're going to talk about that. We definitely going to talk about some other, we have so many things we want to talk about. One of the things we're going to talk about is Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. We're going to talk a little bit about that. You sprung that on me. What'd you say? So you sprung that on me. Yeah, I had to, I didn't want to tell you everything. I had to throw (laughs) that at you. We're going to talk talk about the Amber Heard, uh, Johnny Depp, we're also going to talk about uh, why are we spending $40 dollars $40 in Ukraine? Don't get me wrong; I believe it is wrong that the Ukraines were invaded. I 100% disagree with that. Yeah. I don't understand why we keep. We've probably already spent over 100 billion dollars there.
1: But then we we here look for something. They, they talk about.
0: It. But we still have homeless. Well, we have, homeless, we have <laughs> depression amongst veterans and the whole nine. We're also going to talk about uh, uh, the, Greg Locke, yep. the minister who spits pure hate against anyone, not him. Anyone, not him in his current congregation. This is the guy that said he kicked people out because he knew they had demons in them. Meaning they didn't vote the way he wanted to vote. And we're also going to talk about the parents in India who sued yes. their kids. That's going to be my favorite one right there. <laughs> I think kids have more reason to sue their parents than parents do to, to, to sue their kids.
1: Well, I mean, they do things a little different in India. I'm just, we're gonna talk
0: about, no, we're also going to talk about that because that is a key point that you just made right there. It is a huge point that they do that a lot. Uh, there is a different way that they look at it. There's no lie. They look at making families and everything differently than we do. And also, you know, just in general, we have so much that we're going to talk about, so much we're going to get into. So I want you guys to sit back, relax and enjoy. We are so happy to have you here. We are happy to have you here, if you we're don't think we don't, happy in general.
1: But we're happy in general
0: I like. Are you growing your hair out? Yes, I am. Okay, what are you doing Actually, with
1: it now? I'm trying to think. I'm think, uh, thinking of a new color. You, you weren't feeling purple. No, so. nah, I mean
0: that's none of my business. <laughs> that's that's really none of my business. I know, but,
1: but I take people's opinions to heart.
0: Okay, because I wouldn't so. take my I wouldn't take my opinion. No, nah.
1: Okay. <laughs> so I'm you know, thinking of a new color. I don't know. Y'all can drop some suggestions in the chat if you'd like.
0: You don't know. You don't. You're, you're still kind of up in the air. What you want? Yeah, maybe I'll just stay blonde. Who knows? Stay blonde. I mean, do you do you feel? Blondes the, are have you, more fun. Are you feeling the blonde?
1: Um, no.
0: no. Yes and no. Okay. Someday, some
1: days, some days I'm not. I think it's just the unevenness right now.
0: Okay, which makes sense. By the way, some of y'all have always commented about why is my head down because I'm sharing the show while I'm doing this. A lot of you don't do it. Good good morning, Lucia. Good morning, Anita. It's good to see you, Mom. It's good to see you there. You know, we but some of you always, oh, why is his head down? My head's down because I'm sharing the show while I'm doing this. Because some of you don't share the show. You say you do, but you don't. You don't hit that share button. I know it for a fact because it actually tells me on the link who shared the show. So when you telling me that you sharing the show, straight snitching, but you ain't Facebook is snitching on your asses and telling me you ain't sharing (laughs) the show. I'm just letting y'all know. So anybody says I shared the show, I'm going to send you a screenshot that says, no, the fuck you didn't. I'm just saying, (laughs) I'm going to send you the screenshot that says, no, you did not. This is exhibit A. (laughs) So we're going to go into this real quick. We'll be back in a moment. I want you guys to see this. This is important.
1: He came into my community with hate. He drove hours to come here and do
2: what he did. Zanetta Everhart's 20-year-old son, Zaire, was working at TOPS, helping an older woman with her groceries in the parking lot when he was shot in the neck, and the woman was shot and killed in front of him. Incredibly, Zaire survived. His mom also happens to be Director of Diversity and Inclusion for a New York State senator. This young man apparently had a, a document that he put up online. He broadcast part of it live
1: yeah, I think the first thing that we have to do is talk about it and stop acting like there is not racism in this country.
2: Asian American women were targeted in spa shootings in Atlanta in 2021. Mexican shoppers at a Walmart in El Paso in 2019. Jewish worshipers were targeted at a synagogue in Pittsburgh in 2018. Black parishioners at the Mother Emanuel AME Church in Charleston in 2015. The shooter in Buffalo etched references to previous shootings on his weapons. In a racist rant, he claimed he was radicalized on 4chan and repeatedly cites the false, unfounded Great Replacement Theory, which suggests Jewish elites are bringing people of color into the U.S. to replace whites. Scott Richman with the Anti-Defamation League says it's easy to find on social media sites that don't have moderation policies. We're talking about Discord, we're talking about Gab and Parler and Telegram sites like that that are frequented by extremists and they don't have rules about what can be said people can put whatever they want on there senior law enforcement officials say the fbi is seeing a growing number of racially motivated extremism incidents fed by social media and also gaming platforms the buffalo shooter live streamed his attack on twitch before it was taken down but that video is still circulating an outrage for garnell whitfield who lost his mother ruth on saturday
0: Our matriarch, our hero, our angel, was taken from us inappropriately. It's it's hurtful, but it makes us angry
2: also. He and attorney Benjamin Crump say the shooter isn't the only one who should be held accountable. They're considering action against social media companies.
0: But we also have to hold accountable the individuals who curate this hate, who are indoctrinating these young
2: people with this hate. Hate that hurts oh. so deeply. <laughs> and Kate, what are the social media companies saying about all this? So tonight we heard back from a couple of them. Telegram tells us that, they, that content that promotes violence is forbidden and that they are working to remove anything related to the shooting here. We also heard from
0: So what you're seeing right now is the people these are the people that passed away that were killed by the buffalo shooter, that's what you're seeing right now. These are the people that died from the buffalo shooting, unfortunately, so I want you guys to see these names and understand who they are and understand the, these 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 men and these women were were they were hunted down. They were literally hunted down. There's not enough words, there's not enough thoughts. Thoughts and prayers don't work anymore. No. Thoughts and prayers don't work anymore. Not by any means. What I find maddening about this, most of all, is the denial and how, I'm going to say it, Fox News ran to this, Tucker Carlson ran and said this boy was mentally unstable and everybody knew it. He immediately ran to that. Meanwhile, we have the receipts that Tucker Carlson had multiple times on his show spoken on the white replacement theory. Yep. For those of you who do not know what the white replacement theory is, the white replacement theory is basically based on because America is the melting pot. They say by the year 2042, which is only what? 20 years? 20 years. 20 years from now. About 20 years from now, white people will no longer be the dominant culture. And it's been pushed by multiple people in multiple different ways, whether you want to accept it or not, that the Democrats are trying to import Mexicans and that uh, abortion is being used to decimate white people as well. One lady in uh, Montana or Michigan or somewhere says if she's elected, she's going to ban contraceptives as well. So the white replacement theory basically means, and it's also just not an American thing. It's a European thing. They preach this in Europe as well, that they're trying to get rid of white people altogether. This is what they're they're preaching. Now, I'm going to say this, and I'm going to say this in a very civil way. Some of you do not like the thought of a black man speaking about racism in this country. You don't. I've said it multiple times on this air. I'm going to say it again. You want us to be very... Uh, non-confrontational, non-confrontational. You don't want us to give credence to it. You want us to be, mm, kumbaya, my love. Inter- it, 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 ignore it and never speak on it because some of you can't handle the emotion behind it. I'm going to try and have a civil conversation today without a lot of emotion, but a lot of facts. A lot of facts. I believe in facts. One, I'm going to show this to you. So you can see it up here some politicians have tried to exploit a diversity country to scare white Americans there it is on your screen right there you can see it. You can read it as you want Taco Carl Matt Gates says that Tucker Carlson is correct about replacement theory. This is what you get to see that Tucker Carlson actually said. Now I did this for a reason. I wanted you to see that for a reason. They're telling us that they're not pushing racism while they're pushing racism. It's no longer not in front of our face, meaning it used to be behind closed doors. It used to be the, hey, you know, they're doing that. And no, they're not doing that. They don't do that type of stuff, but they're doing it in the open in the open Broad Street right in front of you. It's gotten so bad that I will say there's been a couple of jobs that I qualified for. They went up and they said, we can't have somebody that talks about racism working for us. Hmm. Yeah. So am I a racist because I talk about racism? Am I part of the problem? I, I, I would love to see someone pull a quote where I say, let's get rid of all white people. Never said it. I would love to see somebody pull a quote where I said white people are the devils and the demons and all this kind of shit. Never said it. My problem lies with racism. My problem lies with black people and white people who are accepting of the status quo of racism. Black people accept racism too. It's called the status quo. The house Negro. We's got it good the ways it is now. Why's we's wanna runs away? We don't want to be run away. No, we's good with master.
1: a couple of names. I was having a
0: conversation the other day with a young lady about, you know, one of the reasons why it's been hard for me to work in corporate America is corporate America is not made for black people unless you have no personality and you keep your mouth quiet. You got to go with the system. You got to go with the status quo. You got to be willing to work 12 hours instead of nine hours. You got to be willing to hobnob with motherfuckers you don't like. That's why... If you've looked at the numbers, black employment in corporate America has actually dropped. Corporate America was not built for black people. And when I say that, I'm not saying that you're not going to be able to find some successful black people. What I'm saying, corporate America is not built for people of color. It's not unless you know, (coughs) excuse me, unless you know how to be very docile, very passive, very quiet. Those of you who have been watching my show knows I'm not docile, I'm not passive, I'm not quiet. If I see something wrong, I speak up on it. I had a young lady up in my house a couple of months ago that said, why am I so combative? To her, me speaking out on racism was combative. I'll never understand it. I'm not gonna try to understand it. What I'm gonna say to her and other people like her, if you need a black man that has no backbone about who he is so that you can say that you've had sex with a black man i'm the wrong one i'm the wrong one i don't have a chip on my shoulder and that's the other thing a white guy could talk about he's sick and tired of democrats and racism he doesn't have a chip on his shoulder i have a chip on my shoulder because i stand up for myself i don't understand that i'll never understand that that gives me the chip on my shoulder by placing me in an aggressive manner. Now, I say all this to say this in general. When they talk about the great white replacement, what they mean is the status quo as we have seen it, which is white male dominance, is going to slowly go away. Black people are figuring out how to make money. Women who are 52% of the workforce are figuring out they don't need Us to do shit. Some of the most successful people in this world I know are women. The Florida chick I told you I was friends with. Very successful. She runs a four or five million dollar a year business. Very successful. Super proud of her. We don't talk anymore, unfortunately. Super proud of her. Another friend of mine is part of an architecture thing in Texas. Big investment. Once it lands, guaranteed money for life. Super successful. Same way men can be successful. The problem I have with this is that the white male majority is doing everything in their power to stay. And even white women are fighting for them because they want that same status quo to stay in the system because they've reached some level of of success through that system. Affirmative action that all of you hate. That's what it was missing. And I do apologize. Affirmative action that all of you hate. The affirmative action that all of you hate, and I'll say it again, that all of you hate, okay? The affirmative action that all of you hate, here's the thing I want you guys to understand. It's helped more women than it has men. It's helped more women than it has black men. Helped more women, white women, than yep. it has black women. It's helped more women than, Than it has anyone. But people always scream affirmative action. People always scream, I can't stand affirmative action. It got that one person in. I've talked about it on a show before. I've pissed people off with it. A lot of people can't handle the conversation. That's fine. You're not built for this. You're not ready for it. I've accepted that. You're not ready to have a conversation and be honest about the way the, the world works. You live in a bubble. And your bubble consists of denial. Your bubble consists of everybody else is the problem but me. I'm not part of the problem. I have friends that are black. I'm not part of the problem. I just don't want to talk about it. And I understand that. I totally understand you don't want to talk about it because talking about it would make you feel uncomfortable. Talking about it would make you feel for some reason as if you know there's something that you don't know that other people do now with that being said with that being said i want you all to understand where i'm coming from the great white replacement theory is bullshit i've said it on shows before i'll say it on this one right now the great white replacement theory is bullshit melinda what do you got to say before i keep going because you know i can talk <laughs> about this motherfucker. All day.
1: <laughs> oh man i mean you was you was preaching preacher um, it's funny. It's 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 kind of ironic that you know we were brought here, brought sorry, brought here to do work. Uh, you know, four hundred, four hundred fifty years ago, to, to to do work, and now we're here in twenty twenty two, and people are, a certain group of people, are afraid that they're going to somehow become outnumbered in the next twenty years. Well, first of all, that has to happen one of two ways. Either we die or we reproduce with them.
0: 100%.
1: So, I think the next thing after this abortion thing is handled is interracial marriage. They're probably going to go attack that too. This whole a uh, white replacement theory is was Tucker Carlson's baby now he's announcing it and saying oh i never said that
0: meanwhile we got the receipts all of them we got all the receipts
1: longer than the CVS yes we do he and people who think like him I, oh <laughs> it, it it just it, it grinds my gears that we were good to do the work but now you want us gone by any means necessary and like I said there's only there's only two ways to go about that way
0: I (laughs) I think here's what I'm going to say to this there's a simple there's a simplistic reality that a lot of people are not talking about and When I say that, please understand what I'm about to say to anyone that's listening. It's really this simple. There's a reality that people have just been indoctrinated with hate and don't realize that they were indoctrinated with hate. And I say that about a lot of people that I thought I was friends with and I'm coming to grips with it. At 50 years old, I'm coming to grips with it. A lot of the people that I thought I was cool with, a lot of people that I thought I was down with and whatever, and I would have given a shirt off my back and I thought they loved me as me. They loved me as long as I was the non-threatening, non-hostile, non-speaking up black guy. Yep. And now that I am, I'm one of them. Now that I am one of them. And they're ignoring... And you're a target. And I'm a target because I dare to speak out. I dare to talk about truth. I don't... I, I, it's hurtful. I'll be honest with you, it's hurtful, uh, it, it hurts because if you know me, you know I don't have a hateful bone in my body. Only one person in this world I say I can't stand and that has nothing to do with anything except for what they've done to me on a personal level. I don't hate anyone based off of color, I don't hate off anyone off of their sexual preference, sexual, you know, gender chosen, whatever. It's exhausting to be hateful. To be a hateful person it's is exhausting. exhausting. It's got to it be exhausting. It is. But what's more exhausting is that so many I'm not racist people think they know how black people live, exist, and work in this country.
1: Oh, yeah. They're quick to throw out the whole, we're the most violent uh, group of people, but only 13% of the population.
0: But And even, and even then, are we really the most violent? Nope. Because statistically... If 81% of white people are killing 81% of white people, technically, why the hell are you scared of me? I'm really shooting the guy back at you that's black. There's a comic that actually did the joke, and it's smart as hell the way he did it. But it's like, so you're scared of me, even though most black people are killing other black people. How does that even make can't sense? How, why, how can you have it both ways? You can't, well, because they've been taught that they can have it both ways. With that being the case... White replacement theory used to be a white Nazi talking point.
1: Okay? Believable. It
0: used to be a Nazi talking point. Right? I want you guys to listen to this minister over here real quick. just just take a listen. Out to the place right now. If you vote Democrat, I don't even want you around this church. You can get out. You can get out, you demon. You get out, you baby butchering election thief. You cannot be a Christian and vote Democrat in this nation. I
2: don't care how mad that makes you. You get pissed off as you want to. You cannot be a Christian and vote Democrat in this nation. They are God-denying demons that butcher babies and hate this nation. Hey, we're we'll to talk about the insurrection. Mm. Let me tell you something.
0: You ain't seen the insurrection yet. You keep on pushing our buttons, you lowdown sorry compromisers. You God-hating communist America,
2: you'll find out what an insurrection is because we ain't playing your garbage. We ain't playing your mess. My Bible says that the church of the living God is an institution that the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And the Bible says that we'll take it by force. That's what the Bible says.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, that is a minister of God spewing that hate on a pulpit. Yeah. Now, some of you are going to say, I don't understand the correlation. And that's fine. If you're that dumb. There's supposed to be a separation of church and state. True. True. Now, this man, in the name of God, is preaching politics. If you're a Democrat, you're a demon. I don't want nothing to do with you because you're... So, basically, what you're saying is this man on the pulpit is openly saying... Now, to defend that, Trump... uh, Biden came out and said that, you know, there's these ultra-maga Trumps these ultra magas who are really bad. I don't agree with the verbiage. I don't. I think either side of it that is saying one side is it's, it's bad. Here's my issue. The ultra maga people have proven how completely insane they are. Absolutely. We have seen people leave manifestos quoting Trump killing people of color, quoting Trump. If you guys don't believe me, go look it up. There's a manifesto from a man, I believe, he attacked a mosque in Australia last year or two years ago. This is before COVID hit. He quoted Trump in Australia or New Zealand. You know what I'm talking about. It was New Zealand. He quoted Trump in New Zealand about white replacement. This goes back a far ways away, people. You get your civil liberties from the 14th Amendment. All your civil liberties are based off the 14th Amendment as far as you being a naturalized citizen. Ever since, ever since civil rights was passed, I'm going to tell you again. Ever since civil rights was passed. I'm going to tell you this again. Ever since civil rights was passed. They've been trying to get rid of the 14th Amendment. Every time a marginalized group makes an advancement, they try to get rid of the 14th Amendment. Why? Because the 14th Amendment is what they use and rooted in. You're an American and you have every rights to everyone else. And what's funny is everyone keeps saying everything is equal and fair right now. Yet and still. We found out that Wells Fargo was putting together fake, fake job fairs for jobs that were already promised to people. Really? Yeah. So they would say that they were going to hire people of color. The jobs were ha- already agreed to other people, but they would put on a, j- a fake job fair because it would to make seem it look like... like they're doing their job. This is part of the racism in America. This is part of the racism, the systematic racism, the blatant racism that's right here in America that people deny.
1: You know what the irony is about this Greg Locke guy? Um, I'm, I'm on his website, his church website, and they have a list of what, of what we believe lists. And number three is we believe in the eternal salvation of all believers. But your homeboy just sat up there and said, if you're a Democrat, I say, y'all homeboy but you know he said if you're a democrat you're a demon so which is it uh, is everyone guaranteed inter- this eternal salvation or is it just what you say saying that you're 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 delivering this message from the high heaven that you are th- the one who's who who says who's who stays and who goes basically
0: And that, my friend, is, is, is we're going to say this again. That is part of the problem. That is 100% part of the problem is these people are blatantly and ignorantly saying the wildest, craziest shit to us.
1: And all you need is I, I, I don't know the church's population, but I mean, you could hear the crowd. And cheering, all you
0: need cheering.
1: All you need is that little group of people
0: You hear the crowd to, to plant in those the audience seeds. cheering it and, and, and yeah Yeah that's right
1: That's right All you gotta wow. do is have a couple people show up on a Sunday And listen And listen as this guy plants these seeds
0: Plants the seeds of hate
1: And then these people go out Saturday or Monday through Saturday and plants have the, his voice the in seeds. the back of the head. not to interrupt head. you,
0: but I'm gonna, I'm speaking with you. Plant seeds of hate, but yet and still, you see a black man talking about racism, and he's the hater. You see the black man talking about racism and systematic racism. He's the hater. He's the, he's the problem.
1: But this guy has a whole audience. But and this man, he has whole a voice.
0: Entire audience.
1: He has a voice and people are listening to And it's tax-free.
0: Tax-free voice. It's tax-free, ladies and gentlemen. How many of you guys realize that? How many of you realize or know that they are operating out of a tax-free shelter to say this type of shit? How many of you guys out there understand that they're given tax-free shelters and it's supposed to be a separation of church and state? So... Let me tell you how evil it is. This man could go on stage and preach hate from the pulpit, right? Did you know that Georgia made it illegal to vote on Sundays because they knew that most black people go to church on Sundays? So that's when they uh, had voting available for them to get more black people to vote. So they made it so they stopped voting on Sundays. These are the things that they do that people act like there's no racism going on.
1: The ID thing, the, oh, what's gerrymandering yes all of that but then people say oh no you're crazy you you should have you there's no excuse why you shouldn't be able to vote you have you have all the tools right there no no we don't actually
0: and and they make it harder if you give somebody water for standing in line yeah you'll be arrested so anything that'll be convenient anything that will make it convenient anything that will get them you know, ready and lined up and said, okay, we're going to do this. They're wrong. Everything. I don't get it. I, I want somebody to understand it. I want somebody to explain it to me how that makes sense. How is, how is it plausible that you could tell me that you really believe That black people are trying to, and and people of color are trying to take over the country. And this kid, here's the worst part. This kid literally wrote line for line stuff that Tucker Carlson said in his manifesto.
1: Oh, yeah. And it wasn't even his first... not say his first manifesto. This wasn't. It wasn't the first sign. This wasn't the first. It wasn't sign this the kid,
0: first. It wasn't the first sign. This kid but, had some plans. But let's talk about it another way. Madeline Smith, it's good to see you there. Thank you for joining us. It's it's another way. Let's look at it this way. He he aimed the gun at a white guy and apologized. Yeah. He did multiple continents missions, and in his original writing, he said. This was the closest black community to where we I live. Two
1: hundred miles.
0: He drove two hundred miles to a black to to a black community. Went into the place with armor. Yeah, with armor Based. on, body was, armor. Like,
1: hey, what are you doing here? You
0: got to go. You look suspicious. And now somebody wants. To, here's the thing: when people try to tell me that he's mentally unstable or he was mentally crazy, whatever you want to say. How is he mentally, how was that a mental issue? He drove 200 hours. Most mental people do not want to drive 200 hours. Miles. Miles, sorry. 200 miles. No. He drove 200 miles, and he knew what he was doing. He literally aimed it at a white guy, and he went live on Twitch. Yes. You can't tell me that he's crazy when he went through all the extreme. Call me crazy, right? If I know something's bad for me or something, I shouldn't be there, and I go out my way to get there, and I live stream it, and then I aim my gun at somebody and apologize, I can't be crazy.
1: No, because you know what you're doing.
0: I cannot you know, you be
1: crazy. Can, uh, what is it, the definition of insane? Like You have to prove that you did not know right from wrong at that moment. A
0: hundred percent. Madeline Smith said she lives in GA and continues to be embarrassed by its policies. You are right. There is no good reason for banning voting on Sundays. There's no good reason for so many other oppressive laws. Yes, Madeline Smith, thank you for saying it. And this is the problem. I'm glad that you said it, Madeline. I'm glad you brought it up. It's when white people do speak up because they see the problem. But then you got the other white people who, well, it doesn't affect me, so I don't care. That's the problem. And that's why these people are getting away with it. Because yep. they mix it with money and other things, and they say, Well, who cares if that group is marginalized a little bit? At least I got more money for my pocket. Who cares if there's a little bit of an issue? Who cares if there's a little bit of a problem? At least I got a couple say, more dollars they say, oh, in my
1: pocket. No, we don't care. They're killing each other off anyway. No, no, we're not. <laughs>
0: Sorry. Big ups to uh, my man, Chris Farley, black man. I'm wearing your t-shirt today, big ups to you. Go to chrisfurley.com. You'll be able to get it. We're gonna take a break. We've been talking about this for a minute. We're gonna go to a break. We'll be back in a moment. Sorry about that. My name is Marklin T. Johnson. I'm a motivational public speaker. I've spoken to kids from middle school to high school, encourage them to think big, follow their dreams, and most of all, respect each other. Kids today face a lot of challenges from bullying to mental health to a lack of motivation and a list goes on. Unfortunately, some kids don't know how to ask for help or express what they are going through. I was the child that fell through the cracks. I didn't know how to express my feelings of being lost and confused. People saw, but few knew how to help. Then I met a substitute teacher who was also a movie director when I was in high school. He saw I had talent and he encouraged me to get into the arts. Now it took me 20 years But that doesn't have to be for every child. What I do is help kids become resilient, develop skills to succeed, and most of all, encourage each other. When I spoke to the SNAP program at Edison High School, I encouraged the young lady to follow her dreams of doing makeup videos. She might not become a makeup artist, but by lighting that fire, the possibilities are endless. When I spoke to the youth group at Flat Rock Baptist Church, one kid spoke about being bullied. I encouraged him, if possible, to befriend the bully and get to know him. They're now friends. By creating an open dialogue group with kids, I'm always able to reach a child and encourage them to dream big and when they fall, get back up and keep going. I help kids see the greatness that is inside of them already. Everywhere I speak, kids walk away encouraged and ready to take on challenges. I take every opportunity I get, from helping a friend's child to a new comic on a scene, showing them the resilience it took for me to get on stage and write two books. I even scored a weekend pass at Broadway Comedy Club in New York City this past year, something I thought was impossible, but I applied the same rules I speak on and accomplished it. Next time, I'm going to pass. Today, kids need to learn you don't fail, you learn how to do something better. Contact me at marklin at marklinspeaks.com or call 651-560-5069. Let's encourage and motivate kids to dream big. My name is Marklin T. Johnson. I'm a motivational public speaker. I sp- I'm sorry about that, y'all. The commercial went a, bit, a little bit long. We were having a little bit of a dialogue behind here. I was talking about my secret lover that I don't tell anybody about.
1: It's still a secret. I know nothing. It's
0: called, it's called a cupcake. <laughs> <laughs> I love me some fucking cupcakes, man. Oh, I don't I'm like them all the time. It's it's I don't tell anyone, but like that's my little secret. Like pull, I'm like I need some cupcakes and now that's it. I try not to admit that to people. Coming out of the break, we have so much to talk about. We want to talk about Ukraine. Now yes. I know this is going to seem odd to some of you. You're going to be like, oh, you're talking about Ukraine, blah 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 blah. There's a reason why we're going to talk about Ukraine. Okay. United States government just passed a 40 billion dollar in aid for the Ukraine. I want you guys to think about that for a second. $40 billion in aid for Ukraine. Right? Washington, there you go. You can read that. Now, here's what it, a lot of that money is going for. Okay? There's there's a lot of reasons behind it I want you guys to understand. Uh, Ukraine is a major passage for a lot of stuff. Major passage for a lot of stuff. So don't be... You know, alarmed by the things I'm going to show you. One of the things that they did was $11 million is marked for, look at these, look at these weapons. Look at these weapons and I'm leaving. I know it looks bad because I got my stuff in the background. I don't care. I want you guys to look at these weapons that we, that the money is purchasing for. Here's the issue I have with this. I'm going to say it 20 times over. We have homelessness in America. We have people suffering from mental illness. We have people suffering from diseases. We have people, home, people can't afford to go to college.
1: Hell, we don't got baby formula.
0: We don't have baby formula, there you go. That's the latest crisis out of the Biden administration. We don't have baby formula, but we could continue to find money to fight wars. Now we're fighting a war that's not even technically ours. We're not even supposed to be no. at war. We're not even supposed to be at war, technically. But if that's our American dollar, why are we at war? It's like notice: It's watching two
1: people fight, and you see the one needs help, and instead of jumping in the fight, you just throw them a weapon.
0: I will. I, I understand what's going on. I understand that a lot of you don't seem to care. You're like, hey, it is what it is. But have you ever really taken the time to look at some of the 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 things that they want? Have you ever, you know, really taken the time to examine some of these things that they are are, are positioning for? You know, it, it's it's ridiculous. And I'm looking while I'm talking to you, I'm trying to look for some of the names of some of the uh, the the weapons they want. But I mean, 11 million. It, it, we've already spent. Hold on. So to support for Ukraine, he signed a new $40 billion age package, bringing a total American investment in award of $54 billion. In just over two months, a day after the group of seven economic powers pledged, they would provide nearly $20 billion to support Ukraine economy. over. So not only are we providing them money so that they can fight for themselves, but now other people are pledging, pledging money for them to keep the economy there alive.
1: And I get it. I I mean, I I get that you want to help people. You want to help, you know, underdeveloped. I don't know. I don't, I don't
0: see someone's going to try to pick and pull this apart and be like, what's your issue with Ukraine? It's not about Ukraine. It's It's about spending money frivolously nonstop. And constantly, where's the money coming from? We, we're, we're, we're over 20 trillion in debt. We're 20 trillion in debt. But somehow someone found a
1: little stockpile of 40 billion. That's billion with a B, people, to send over.
0: Consistently. Consistently. And now somebody's going to look at it and, oh, you don't get it. I get it. I get it that we're spending money we don't have. How about that? How about a simple piece of we don't have it? What did your dad used to tell you when, when, when your dad... If you, if you grew up in a household where you had a cheap... Like, I had a cheap dad, right? Dad, I want to go to basketball camp. Sorry, son, don't have it. And why do we always have to
1: jump in and be Captain Save-A-Country?
0: Captain save a hoe? That's Captain what America... Captain that's Save-a-ho. what America... Did. Here's the thing. When Trump was in office, the first thing that he said when he said he was pulling us up out of Afghanistan... First thing conservatives said, why are we always saving everyone else? America first. Yeah. America first. His whole thing
1: was America first. America
0: first. first. America first.
1: Make America great
0: again. Okay. So you're preaching America first, but yet and still, you, 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 bilateral, unified across the board. Hey, let's just go ahead and send $54 billion to the Ukraine. Now, Ukraine is responsible for a lot of seaports. There's a lot of uh, grains, a lot of food. A lot of different things come out of Ukraine, which I didn't yeah. know. Didn't know that. I looked it up because I wanted to tell some jokes about it, and then I didn't get too far into the jokes. You know, I knew the original uh, Fountain of Love, Tunnel of Love, or Fountain of Love, or something was based in the Ukraine. I found that out. Oh, okay. So I did know. I did, you know. I, I, I Did I a little research. Some, I did some research. I found out some shit. I found out a little, little something, something. Not a problem. However, where does it come from that we want to keep giving these guys money? You know, there's a story in Britain right now that a man left his wife for a Ukrainian woman. She was a bad bitch too. (laughs) I ain't gonna lie. She was a bad chick. But still, how much it's... Now, people are also complaining that a lot of these... Uh, Ukrainian refugees are going through Mexico to get here. They're escaping and going around and coming through Mexico through the southern border and to get here because they're refugees. But nobody's still complaining about that. They're still complaining about the brown people.
1: Yep. And no one ever talks about the Canadian border,
0: by the way. A lot of people come in <laughs> illegally through the Canadian border. I think they just don't care.
1: My mom says gas here will soon be $6. Yesterday I went to the city Gas station, I drove by, it was at 5.50 and change. So you're not too far off. Well, you're
0: not supposed to.
1: And you got to pump it yourself.
2: (laughs) I know.
0: (laughs) I had to tell her to shut the fuck up behind the scenes. That's why you (laughs) saw me lower.
1: <laughs> but the gas prices, man. <laughs> gas prices. We have to do this show every three weeks if this if this gas prices keep going up. No, it's
0: it's it's at least it's gonna get to a point you can't go nowhere. You can't. No. A I recession. filled my car up like Here's my night. thing a recession is looming. If we get into a recession, how the hell are we gonna be able to afford to send money anywhere?
1: And is it a loan? Is this is this money alone? I don't it think it's just, alone. I think it's not it's, alone.
0: It's I don't think it's alone. Don't think it's alone at all.
1: So somebody reached into their somebody's proverbial reached, pockets.
0: Somebody's reaching into their proverbial pockets. Mm. Gave it to them. or is well, it the process
1: of giving it to them?
0: Well, well, well. Can and, I get a hand? Pass hey the man, hat. I... Pass
1: the plate. <laughs>
0: pass it all.
1: Yeah, Yo, we're pa- still here. Pass it Deaf and dumb with high gas prices and baby formula shortage. Baby uh, uh, formula
0: 100%. When you think about all the places we could be spending the money, all the places we could be doing, all the uh, educational... Here's the thing. You see they're pulling money out of... Have you seen how they're pulling money out of the, uh, the school systems for arts and other stuff that expands oh, yeah. kids' minds? They America, they don't... The powers that be, and especially this generation of genera- Generation X parents... A lot of us, a lot of these generation as parents want their kids dumber than them. Because, oh, my kids don't need to need to have arts. Whatever happened to reading, writing, and arith- arithmetic? Well, some of these courses that you're getting rid of help the kids to use their brain with reading, writing, and arithmetic. Ding. It's not just supposed to be, I can add one plus one. It's called cognitive thinking. Co- cognitive or cognitive or whatever the hell you want right. to do. Cognitive thinking, reasoning, by putting your kids in certain situations, it teaches them how to think using other areas of their brain in creative ways. Thus, being able to do more than just add one in one. If you want your kid to be a one on one, meaning one plus one equals two, you want your kid to be a fucking slave. You want your kid to constantly work for someone else. And make money. And that's what they're putting down your throat without you realizing it. Why do you think they're pushing trade school? Why do you think they call colleges liberal thresholds? Because colleges help shape your brain and teach you to think outside the box. Yes. That's why. And some of you are too utterly fucking stupid because one, you probably couldn't afford to go to school because of whatever reason you had to go back into life, which is fine. It's not a problem that you had to go and and, and start work right away, but it seems like you're jealous and you envy of someone whose brain can think bigger and better than yours. The minute somebody starts using their common sense, that's outside the box of conservative Fox news, right wing media. Oh, you're a liberal. No. How about I can think and reason for myself? Fox news just needs to go. Honestly, (laughs) Again, some of you are going to call me Phil, You hate conservatives. I hate idiots. I hate liberal. I'm sick and tired of people punching down on Dave Chappelle about his transgender jokes. So what? Get over it. He talks about transgender. I had a thing for a girl that wanted to be a guy but was still sexy as hell. I even said to her, before you become a man, let me smash that ass one time. She was sexy as hell, Mel G. (laughs) She was sexy. It's like, and now I saw a recent picture of her. She hasn't transitioned. Her hair is long as fuck. Yeah. So she still has the same sensual look. Okay. Long hair. She sent me a picture. She goes, Oh, she sent me a picture and she looked ultra sexy. Hasn't had the surgery. She's still a fucking girl. Okay. But I'm like, and I like, people are going to be like, you should be embarrassed to say that. No. Cause I didn't hit on the guy that I didn't hit on the guy that used to be a girl. I hit on a girl that want to be a guy. But she doesn't look like a guy. (laughs) I think I scared her when I said, just let me have fun with you just once. But I don't care. (laughs) I'm I'm living the best life. Y'all listen, I'm broke. I'm trying to hit the road and do comedy. I got two books. Books are selling so-so. Hard to get interviews. I need a marketing person. No money to get a marketing person. But I'm living my honest life. I'm living a straight up honest life. I'm not lying to y'all. I'm going to be honest with y'all. Put it out there on Jump Street. I'm living an honest life. And in my honest life, if I'm digging you, if I'm not digging you, you're going to know it. If I'm feeling and I want to hang out, I'm letting you know. I'm a big flirt. Girls confuse me for flirt. But I had to tell her because she she was sexy as a man. And she (laughs) she even said, I know I get hit on a lot because a lot of men find me attractive. Which was, all right, well, you're getting a little out of hand there. But we're good just saying don't get mad get glad glad garbage bags <laughs>
1: we'll be back <laughs> in a moment
0: ladies and gentlemen <laughs> ladies and gentlemen are you ready are you ready he's here he, 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 Mr. Gurek Mr. Gurek what the hell you expect Mr. Gurek walk to your ears and me straight oh, no talking no issue no sucking nobody that he won't talk about you reach whole damn deep for nothing back doing what we do best thank y'all so much i do appreciate i didn't even bring my books down here to share with y'all i normally well i'm playing the commercial but i didn't bring the book so you know it is what it is we're gonna talk about next up we gotta talk about it indian couple yes suing for grandbabies. Yes, yes. I could only yes. find one picture. I couldn't find anything else. But the, the father looks like, that's right. Give me some grandbabies. His grandmother looked like I ain't going to say shit. He's the one that's saying it. <laughs> uh, I ain't got shit to say. That's the motherfucker that said that shit. Uh, you, got, you got the details on that? I got it up here. Go ahead, Mel G. Let them know. Tell them about that, Mel.
1: Well, parents, uh, Sadhana and Sanji Prasad filed suit against their son earlier this month because they believed that they should already be grandparents. They raised him, educated him, made him capable, and made him a pilot, which was expensive, said their lawyer. They see people in their neighborhood playing with their grandchildren and feel like they should also have one. They said they didn't marry the son and the daughter-in-law so that they could live alone. So they said in the next year, either give us a grandchild or give us compensation. Oh, boy.
0: Man, I'm glad my parents... <laughs> I'm glad my parents did that because I'd be broker than I am right now. Shit, Mark. Mark. If you don't give me some kids, you're going to owe me some money. Then you just going to be... Oh, I guess you ain't going to get no grandkids or money because I'm a broke motherfucker. Like, how you going <laughs> to... I think, what was it? 30000 For what? Uh, what? For pilot for like, school? Was it like 30000 30, Ruples or something they wanted?
1: Well, this is all American conversion, but they want... Um... It was six hundred thousand. Six hundred thousand and damages.
0: By the way, I just turned this hat around. I wanted y'all to see. This was one of the original hats. I never sold them. My old logo, Mister Directs real talk, which I still support every now and then. I had hats. So you know, I had it in black so too. Bring it back. But, but you know, I didn't put it here. I just put it on the front there. I just wanted it to be a plain hat, kind of throw people off, like, "Ooh, you got your own hat Yeah, I do. So that I told y'all, every show I'm gonna wear a different kind of hat. Y'all just got to deal say with that. It. So this was the hat I chose today. Tomorrow, Next week, it might be, well, the week after might be a Yankees hat. Uh, by the way, come down to June 5th. June 2nd, come to Fanwood. Come down to Fanwood Ladies' Day. I'm hosting. I'm hosting. Ho, ho, hosting. Ho, ho, hosting. Because it's what I do. Your man, Mr. Direct, does what he does best. He hosts June 5th. So that Sunday, after that Thursday, I'm hosting Garwood Rocks. Your man, Mr. Direct, is doing what he do best, baby getting back i'm i'm i haven't officially jumped on stage i have i did little tidbits but i'll be back on stage but go going back to this article right mm-hmm. let me ask you something and, and your mom's watching so this makes it better this yes. makes it more fun <laughs> anita would if if she couldn't provide you with a grandbaby would you suit I'm trying to think about that. What would make you? What would make one want to sue?
1: Let's let's please know she already has six grandchildren. Six. Six. Okay. <laughs> While we wait for her reply, I want to say something about. Um, go ahead. This lovely, lovely couple.
0: Okay. Uh oh. <sighs> this is when we give Mel G camera time. <laughs> go ahead, Mel G.
1: <laughs> Parents. We don't owe you anything. <laughs> you brought us here, yes. You fed us. You closed us. You housed us. For that, we appreciate you. But after that, when we're all groated up and we're outside in the big, bad, real world, other than circumstances where we have to care for you, and I'll get to that in a second, we kind of don't owe you anything.
0: Say it with your chest, girl. <laughs> say it with your chest. Tell so them how badass you are. Tell them how badass you are.
1: I want to know, know what supermarket they found the audacity. What aisle? Did they find the audacity to want to sue their son and daughter-in-law because Woo-hoo. they sent him to pilot school? Okay, He's a pilot, first of all. Y'all sent him to pilot school. How does he have time to be a parent?
0: Uh, I don't want to say nothing. <laughs>
1: I don't, it doesn't say what the wife does.
0: Uh, I'm not going to say nothing. <laughs> I'm going to keep my mouth shut.
1: But uh, there's a quote from them saying, uh, I've spent my life's earnings on my son's education. Well, no one asks you to. Just like you said before with college. That's a choice. That's a choice that you decided to make to put your kid through college. So it's like I have to, I'm putting two of mine through college right now. That's a choice. And says we are not getting love and affection From where we want it the most So you don't want it the most from your own kid You want the second generation Love
0: FYI, June 23rd, we're going to be back at Comedy Code doing what we do best. It's your man, Mr. Direct, hosting. Opening up is Emily Page, guest starring Tom Nemec. And then we got No Filter, Paul. And then we got guest starring Gina D. And then we have headliner Bobby Gaines. And your man, Mr. Direct, is hosting like only your man, Mr. Direct, can do. I just had to say that because fuck that. You was funny as fuck. I just need to interrupt you for that. Sorry. Keep going.
1: Oh wait, mom has responded. She said she'd sue with Jewish mom guilt.
0: <laughs> say that again.
1: She said I sue with the Jewish mom guilt. That was her answer to the question if she would sue.
0: Use mom Oh, the Jewish mom guilt? Uh-huh. Did she say Jewish mom? She did. Okay. <laughs>
1: okay. I I'm just flabbergasted. That's my favorite word right now. That this that these this couple, it, mm, okay. I, I'm assuming I don't know if this is their only child, but this is their son. And in India, there's a law that if you can't provide for your parents or take care of your parents, they're allowed to have an allowance, mm-hmm. like from your kid. Like, so if I couldn't take care of my lovely mom on, on this mm-hmm. shot, she could claim a monthly allowance from me to take care of her.
0: Uh, I, listen, <laughs> I see where you're coming. So here's what I'm going to say. And I'm going to lead us. As a parent, you raise your kid to make the best decisions based on what they need for themselves, how they live their lives. If having a kid was a sign of, uh, you know, unfortunately, a lot of people play this game of conformity, meaning you have to conform to my lifestyle. You have to conform to what I want. You have to conform to what I need. And I raised you this way. So I raised you this way so that you could do what I wanted you to do. So they don't. and, and And I spoke about it before with racism. This generation, for some reason, is doubling down on we don't want our kids to be better than us. Why would you want to raise a kid these days in this world?
1: I don't. I I will tell you this right now. If I had the resources and I had the money and there wasn't a baby formula shortage, I would have another kid right now. But the way the world is, as it stands right now, especially because I want a son after raising three daughters and having a black son is kind of risky around here.
0: Uh, Ain't that the truth. (laughs)
1: I would love to have another child, but it's just not the time or the environment to raise another child in.
0: Well, let me say this. And I believe this wholeheartedly. If you don't, that's fine. You don't have to agree with me. That's life. We don't always have to agree (laughs) with each other. I was never in a situation financially, emotionally, or mature-wise to have a kid. Uh...
1: No hell neither was I. I knew
0: well, sometimes <laughs> they say you need a kid to grow up. And some people say when you have a kid you're going to grow up. I'm going to say this and this is going to be a very you know, I get to know understand what Marklin Mr. Direct is going into or whatever. I didn't find out that I even wanted to do anything. I listen, I only went to computer school because I did, still didn't know that I wanted to do all this shit. I still don't know how I'm able to do all this. I still don't. Uh having a kid would have locked me into a job, and I can probably say I would have probably blown my brains out and committed suicide years ago because I would have been miserable. What's kept me sane is not having that responsibility of a child. Not like people can claim how successful they are because they have kids and they're locked into jobs. You know how many people tell me if I didn't have a kid, I would have followed my dreams and I respect you because of what you do?
1: Oh, yeah, for that. Oh,
0: I see you, and I go, dude, it's a struggle. It is, it's a struggle. And here's the thing, writing a book, doing shows, doing stuff here and there, it could pop tomorrow and all of a sudden I can go from nothing to being worth $5 million out of nowhere. It could. I could also have a heart attack tomorrow and die and have to start a GoFundMe account because I don't have a life insurance plan. See what I'm saying? Yep. It's the devil's, it's the devil's advocate. Which way are you going to go? My thing is when you have kids, kids are a responsibility. Yes, they are. Some people... They they always talk about how black men are not involved, and it's actually it turned out white men are less involved in their kids' lives than black men. Go look it up. Most, actually, I got one each. most black most most black men are involved in their kids' lives unless they've been arrested, they're in jail, whatever the case may be. That's the only time they're necessarily not involved in their kids' lives. The only time. Now, think about that for a second. Your child is growing up in a world where they don't want you to learn racism, sexism, gender roles, or anything like that anymore. Nope. You've got people complaining. I'm going to tie all this back together because that's what I do, ladies and gentlemen. If you haven't paid attention, it's what your man, Mr. Direct, does. (laughs) He ties this shit all together. With a
1: pretty little bow.
0: So, you're bringing your kid into this world, whereas... I'm 49 years old. I'm going to be 50. I would have thought we were past racism at this point, past sexism at this point, past hating people based on political beliefs at this point, past any type of ism, hate, or whatever at this point. I thought the biggest issue I would have is women who thought that they had bigger dicks than men and still can't find a man complaining about there's no good men. And it's no, it's not you can't find no good men. It's the fact that you keep waving your dick as if you're a man. I wanted to get in a relationship with a woman, not with a man. I'm not scared of you being an alpha, but why are you waiting for me to be a bigger alpha than you? That's what I thought would have been because of where women were going, right? But instead, we're fighting a fight on every front. Instead, we're fighting a fight every area, every opportunity we can. We're fighting a fight. I was thinking about that today. I was watching a George Carlin special, Oh man! right? George Carlin special. And it was how he went from being the stand up and family orientated shirt and tie to being, you know, the jeans and a shirt and talking to people on stage and how he started bringing in pop culture and talking about it. And his first thing was talking about Reaganomics and how bad Reaganomics sucks. With a party of family and a po- party of save the lives, meanwhile, once you get out, we could give two shits about you. Yeah. Protect the baby, but once the baby's out, fuck you, you're on your own.
1: Said it last episode, you're not pro life, you're pro birth.
0: Yes. So you're bringing kids into this world and you don't know what you're feeding them to. A lot of people don't understand why I want to speak to kids because a lot of kids are giving up. People are like, why is there record highs on suicide with kids? Because kids are giving up because adults aren't speaking with them. Adults are speaking at them. Adults were so busy wanting to be their friend and they don't want to ask the kids. What do you want to be when you want to grow up? Parents are indoctrinating their kids with hate and don't even realize it. I'm sorry. You can say that you're not racist, but if you have Fox News playing in the background of your house all the time and all you do is preach democratic hate in front of your kids, guess what? Your kids are going to grow up hating people of color and it might not be on top, but it might be low. They're going to learn to hate gays. They're going to learn to hate... One of these ladies was telling me um, how her son and another girl's son were playing and how the other kid's son, who I know who the father and I know who the mother is, was referring to the kid as a fag. Oh. Was referring to other kids. Oh, they're, they're fags, blah blah, 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 blah. In 2022? And excusing it. Well, they're just kids. They're just saying it. No, because if your kid's just saying it, you become adults just saying it. Yeah. You're indoctrinating your kid with hate. And instead of you accepting that you're indoctrinating your kid with hate, that's why I don't have a kid. I don't, want, I don't want my kid to suffer for the fact that I got a big mouth. That's what the girl had said that I was, why was I so um, combative? Right. She said, well, you don't have kids. It'd be different if you had kids. I said, maybe. But also, wouldn't I want to see my kids know that I stand for something versus for nothing? Yes. It's easy to stand for nothing and go on in life. It's, it, I, I'm going to tell you this right now. And I'm, I'm going to tell you this to anybody listening. I'm smarter than the average human. Sounds arrogant, but I got proof, documented proof. I'm, I'm not Mensa smart. I'm not like going to Oxford and hey, I'm off the charts. My IQ ain't like 154, but I'm smarter than the average human. I also have a love and compassion of being ostracized, picked on, and not understood because I never, wanted, I never fit in. That being the case, I always stood up for myself as I got older. And I understood that. And it'd be great to show that to a student. It'd be great to show that to a child. It'd be great. But when you show it to a child and teach that to a child and a child takes that back to school. And the first thing they do in school is get picked on for that. Because my daddy's teaching me to stand up for myself. And let me tell you something. This country doesn't want to raise individual thinkers anymore. It wants to raise Followers. That's all you see in a Republican Party, Conservative Party, followers, line checkers. That's what you see in a Democrat Party, Libertarian Party, whatever party you see. That's why I laugh when people say, oh, oh, these people are sheep. So are you because you're towing the line. I don't want to teach kids to toe the line anymore. I want to, And that's why I think it's been so hard for me. And I hate to say it because they say if you speak it, it'll come to truth. That's why it's been so hard for me to find it. Because people don't want anyone that's going to try and solve the problem. People want people that want to keep the problem there. The way you solve the problem with kids is you teach kids to follow their dreams. You teach kids to believe in themselves. You teach kids to believe the voices in their hair, in their head. If the voice in their head tells them to eat glue, no. Uh, listen
1: to the right voices.
0: But if the, if the voice in their head... It's telling them that they need to become something special. If you believe that you're something special, I know that I'm something special. I'm sick and tired of apologizing and being arrogant. If I'm living on the streets, I'm still going to be arrogant. I'm still gonna tell you that I'm an arrogant motherfucker and I stand for what I believe in. And I'm gonna find a way to make it. My point about it is you have to stand for something. Too many people in this world stand for nothing. The people that say that they stand for racism, they stand for nothing. People that say for stand for conservative values, you stand for nothing. The people that say that they stand for anything, they hate Dave Chappelle, they hate all these different people, you stand for nothing.
1: So that's what Five Shots of Espresso does, huh?
0: Oh, you haven't seen shit. I wish I was high. <laughs> You have to take a choice and you have to stand for something. We're going to go on a break. We'll be right back. I don't think I played this one. We'll be good. Diversity, equity, inclusion. Today, more and more companies are trying to navigate the diversity, equity and inclusion problem. Should I say more companies from mom and pop storefronts, nonprofit to big corporations are trying to solve the DEI movement. Many companies are scared to have the conversation. Like individuals, they're scared to think they are guilty of not being inclusive in their hiring, promoting, and overall experience of working for them. The conversation is not difficult to have. Today's landscape of quality employees from every background is bigger than ever. The average customer base is looking quite diverse as well. Let's address some of the benefits of DEI. Teams are 100% more likely to understand target customers when they have at least one member who represents their target's gender, race, age, sexual orientation, or culture. Organizations in the top 25% when it comes to gender diversity among executive leadership teams are 21% more likely to be profitable and 27% better at creating value. Expanding your recruitment searches to more diverse candidates, including background, ethnicity, age, etc., widens your talent pool and increases your chances of finding the best hire. Companies with higher diversity in management earned on average 38% more revenue than companies with lower diversity. That could be because diversity of gender, country of origin, career path, and industry background are highly related to innovation. DEI is not just an acronym. DEI is a process that takes understanding, work, and involving everyone. Let's have a discussion. Contact Marklin T. Johnson, marklin at marklinspeaks.com, 651 560 Five zero. We're back. I forgot to load up the last article that we were going to talk about like a dumbass. <laughs> uh, but I want, to, I want to walk away from there. And I thought I put the picture up and obviously I didn't because I'm a stupid ass. Uh, have you been following the Johnny Depp Amber Heard?
1: I wouldn't say following. Uh, if a headline comes across the way, I'll read the headline. But I haven't been watching the trial okay. actively or anything. I've I been haven't. watching this shit.
0: And let me just uh, I see say, what you did there. Uh, uh, shit, you see that, right? <laughs> <laughs> I've been following the shit, okay? I, I'll admit I've been following this shit. And let me just tell you the level of disrespectful bullshit that's gone on in this relationship. I honestly believe that Johnny Depp is an abused man. His so? abuse is less physical and more mental. She's a mental abuser. Okay. A hundred percent, and we didn't. We talked about it briefly, I think, on the show before. Ladies and gentlemen, this woman took a shit on his bed and blamed it on a teacup Yorkie. I want. I'm going to say this again. Took a shit on his bed and blamed it on a teacup Yorkie. Do you see the exhaustion yeah. in her head, in her mind, when she said that? Uh. mm. (laughs) now for some of you you're going to say I don't understand what's the big deal Amber Heard literally and multiple times abused this man openly and lied about it because this is basically a defamation lawsuit he's suing her correct right he's suing her for defamation because she accused him
1: of abuse of
0: mental of mental and physical abuse that's how she wanted to get the divorce, and that's how she wanted to get his money. Now, what a lot of you don't realize is Johnny Depp came from an abusive home with his mom. Amber Heard is an abuser. What did he do? He ran back to his mom. Uh, so a lot of being you might sued
1: for fifty million.
0: Yeah.
1: You know who else is uh, trying to get some cash? and to come up, Black China.
0: Black. China. <laughs> Uh, we're good with Black China. I don't uh. even want to. I don't even want to <laughs> talk about that.
1: I found that one a little bit more.
0: But the <laughs> only reason why I love that Black that uh, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard are in the news is because uh, guess what? Kanye West ain't. This is true. That's it. Have you have you seen how Kanye West has kind of disappeared? S- somehow disappeared. No, uh, Kim Kardashian is no longer scared of Kanye West. No longer has a problem with Kanye West. I wonder why. Anyone care to tell me why? Sounds monetary. Anyone care to tell me why why she is no longer scared of Johnny Depp? I would love to know why. You know Johnny I mean?
1: Depp or Kanye West? Because you just said both.
0: I, I, you you heard what I said? Okay. I would love to know why Kim Kardashian is no longer scared of Kanye West. I might have blurred something. I got it wrong. This is what happens when you take five shots. I admit it.
1: That's <laughs> why she looked at me crazy when I handed her a ticket.
0: Well, I'm the only one that orders it like this. <laughs> I'll tell you guys this all the time. I'm the only one that gets extra shots of espresso in, in my drinks. It, it, it puts me up, makes me awake, and all of a sudden.
1: And he doesn't mean extra bad like one or two.
0: No, I get five. I get Five we have so much that we're going through I want to thank you guys for joining us we're going to wrap this up and put a bow on it show is over today my friend what that do you got quick. going on
1: what do I have going on I've got oh
0: oh shit I can't do a show June 5th
1: why can't you do a show June 5th because
0: I've got to host Garwood Rocks I got to be down there by 11 o'clock Oof. and that's our next day mm. yeah, Well you get a week off that's okay we could do it the week after
1: okay no, because I'll be on. No, because you have. I'll be on vacation.
0: You'll be on vacation. Yep. June eleventh, which is yeah, that's when I'll be that, on vacation. That's not a Sunday. That's a Saturday.
1: That I'm um, going on vacation from. We'll talk about it.
0: We're going on a hiatus for about a month. <laughs> we will be back, so it's just a scheduling thing. But that hiatus during a month, we will enjoy ourselves. I'll probably just play rewinds or a best of. That's fine. Cause we need to. You need a break every now and then.
1: Yeah, I'm tidy ass.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and you need to save money on gas. Cause God, lo- good oh God, Lord. yes,
1: yeah. Oh, oh my God, the weather this weekend. I'm about to hit Parkway South to go home. It's gonna take me a good while.
0: Uh, no, what I would tell you is take the back roads. Take 35. It's just gonna be quicker for you. Take nine to 35, or just I take live nine. We'll just take nine straight down. It's gonna be less. It's it's more. It's more lights. But it's going to be because, you know, the traffic is going to be shitty the minute you get on the parkway. Yep. So my suggestion is jump on nine and just take nine all the way down. Like literally jump on nine. Like take from here, come out and go right on Lake Ave. Take Lake Ave all the way to St. George. Take St. George. Yeah, take Lake Ave all the way down to St. George. Make a right on St. George and take St. George into either one and nine. Yeah, into one and nine, but then break off to the left for nine and just go straight out. That's the only way you're going to get around it.
1: That's Mr. Direct with traffic.
0: Back uh, to me. You, you, you see the directions. <laughs> you see the directions I told you to get your ass back here, how accurate they were. Yeah. I gave you accurate. I know my shit.
1: So anyway. But back I always your, do this
0: all the time, left and right.
1: <laughs> back to your original question. Uh, what do I have going on? Um, I've got. Oh, I got a need. I need a calendar. Where's my calendar? Here we go. We've got uh, some more comedy sports shows going on June 4th. I should be in a show. Okay. Um, down in Ocean Grove. Okay. Um, at the old Neptune High School, seven thirty. Um, and then probably yeah, that's the only show I have this month because all my other Saturdays are booked solid. Um, so I've got that going on. Just come see some family friendly improv.
0: That's good um, shit.
1: And then uh, let's see, I got a prom with my uh, middle one next week. I got graduations coming up. I got to ship my kid off to Penn State.
0: Congratulations so, on that. Big time, big time, big time, big time.
1: Yeah, I'm a little busy. Keep That's it good busy. shit.
0: So I want to say this to y'all out there. There's some things you guys got to hear from your man, Mr. Direct, because that's how it rolls, mother fathers. You're not lazy, unmotivated, or stuck. After years of living your life in survival mode, you're exhausted. There's a difference. You are not lazy, unmotivated or stuck. After living years of living your life, after years of living your life in survival mode, you are exhausted. There is a difference. Ladies and gentlemen, I have lived in survival mode since I turned 18. I am now 49, so that is 30 years. 31. Is that 31 years? Yeah. 21 years? Something like that?
1: Yeah. It's it's a good number of years. It's a
0: good number of years. And some of you were going to say, what do you mean by survival mode? Survival mode means Every time I jumped into corporate America, it was just a job just to pay some bills. I really didn't see myself going further in that position. Survival mode means doing just enough to pay the bills, just enough to get by, just so that I can say I'm doing something with my time. Switching off to do an independent thing and sending tons of emails and trying to produce shows and looking for jobs in production because to me, If you're going to do something, do something you like, do something you love. You never work another day of your life. Well, if I was to work in production, I wouldn't be working because I love production. And it's been hard. It's been hard for me. I've sent emails to people that people told me to send emails to as far as public speaking, working with kids. And it's been hard. Um, uh, I've had a door closed in my face. I'm I'm not complaining. I'm sharing the story. Shut the fuck up. Don't send emails. Do not send anything talking about... Oh, well, blah, blah, blah. I don't want anything from you. Listen to what I'm saying. It's hard. It's very hard. It's so hard that at times it's frustrating. It's so hard that at times I don't know what's going to happen. And it leaves me sometimes magnetized in this moment and stigmatized or whatever you want to say. I'm stuck in that moment. The first time somebody asked me to speak at a school, I spoke about entrepreneurship, killed it. The principal came back to me and said, every kid was talking about your presentation. They loved it. I think I spoke to seventh and eighth graders. Second time I spoke to a SNAP program at Edison High School, they had eight speakers. I was voted one out of eight. Why? Because I could relate to kids. Next time I spoke to someone, I spoke to someone, I spoke to a bunch of 10-year-olds about setting goals and ambitions for the coming year. Loved it. I got references for both of those. My point to you is, even though I've done the due diligence, you guys can see the commercials that I put out. You guys can see all the work that I've done, everything that I'm trying to get done. You see it all. I I don't hide it from you. But for some reason, it's almost been next to impossible. And I hate to, say the, I hate to say the word. You hear that noise? Yeah. Whatever that is.
1: Is that the Sandman?
0: I don't know. <laughs> I hate to say the word impossible because it's not impossible. Because I'm weathering the storm and I'm pushing through and I'm making sure that I do what I got to do. I say this to say. If you have the ability to help someone, and I'm telling you as somebody who's putting himself out there to get things done, if you have the ability to help someone, please do it. Uh, Yes. Don't do it with circumstances. Don't do it with what ifs and maybes and do it from the bottom of your heart. If you don't have the capabilities of helping someone, don't do it. I'm going to say it again. If you do not have the capabilities of helping someone, don't do it. Leave it alone. Walk away from it and say, I don't, I don't want to help you, and that's fine if you don't want to help the person. That's perfectly fine.
1: Also, remember that no is a complete sentence.
0: Yeah, it really is. Protect your peace. Yes, it is.
1: Definitely protect your peace.
0: As a um grown man, as 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 a man of forty nine, I was asleep for twenty years. I didn't think about retirement. I didn't think about having a family. I didn't think about any of that. And I see a lot of my friends with great successes now. And their successes, I'm not jealous of, I'm not envious of. I just wish I was at that point of having success in what I was doing. And I'm in a weird headspace right now, very weird headspace. Again, I don't want emails, I don't want text messages, I don't want shit about, oh, it's not that. I'm sharing my story to say so many of us are still figuring things out. Please be kind and please understand that that's part of life. Please be kind and please understand that yes, all of us reach a level of success at different points of our lives. I am lucky and I am fortunate that when I look around, I'm still able to do this. I am blessed and fortunate that I'm still able to do this. This is a beautiful thing I'm able to do. I'm able to record it. I'm able to put it up there. I'm able to enjoy life. I say to you all, life is a blessing. Embrace it and enjoy it. And with that, I'm out of here. I'm sure you're curious to know how I can help facilitate the DEI conversation in your organization. As mentioned in the previous video, DEI is a difficult conversation for many to have. Sometimes people in a company find a conversation challenging to navigate. Some of the challenges are the following. Leaders in DEI efforts can always expect pushback on those efforts. Leaders may also face direct and indirect criticism and challenges from members of marginalized communities. First, they are hit with questions from every direction.
1: What is diversity?
0: Is this a one-time thing?
1: How long will this take? How does this affect my bottom line?
0: When are we diverse enough?
1: How long will this take? What should I expect?
0: What is diversity? These are all great questions. With your staff, we have a discovery meeting and discuss these questions at length. At times, there's pushback because this is a conversation of change and people dislike change. Sometimes people wanna blame one person by me leading the conversation they can't blame anyone versus just listening. We will discuss stereotypes, biases, and how they play out in the workplace. This discussion is open and allows people to speak without being judged. This helps understand how our biases impact the workplace. Next, discuss your current work environment and how diverse it is. Is it diverse? Are there issues with incorporating diversity? Then we discuss your HR pipeline. How are you recruiting people for internships, employment, promotions, etc. Finally, we discuss what's next. What steps do you take to incorporate the DEI initiative in your business? This is not a simple task. You don't just hire a person from a minority underrepresented group and solve the problem. This is an ongoing process that takes constant involvement and everyone in the business to buy in. Contact Marklin T. Johnson at marklin at or call 651-560-5069. Let's start the DEI conversation today.